Welcome to Flyover Film Country. I'm Isaac Sims. I'm Olivia Clement. And it's Morbin time. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Walter's back with us. I'm your not, producer. Not the movie Walt- we're talking about. But no, I wish, dude. Actually, I haven't seen it. I, but after all the memes, like I'm, I'm really wanting to see. The, so, so Twitter has gaslit me into thinking yep. Morbius might be good. It's one third it's of not. us has seen Morbius. It's not. Oh, Olivia has seen it. That's right. Should we? Should we do a Morbius commentary episode? When, when I think when it comes out on streaming, maybe we should. I'm, I'm not gonna pay money to buy a ticket to go see it's that movie. I yeah. think we're gonna have to it. because Sony doesn't stream their stuff anywhere. That's true. Yeah, but you and I could Amazon. you and I could watch it together. I'd be down for that so if that I could. Only we only have to uh, pay two dollars to yeah, Jared there you go. Leto's royalties could, instead of four dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can revive uh, um, uh, Flyover After Dark from the yeah. early grave. That it, it's not. It's not in the grave. It's not <laughs> it's dead. To an early it's grave. Not, it's not dead. It's on hiatus. We've I've hiatus. Had, we've had too much going on. So. Um, but it, it is Morbin. It's Morbin time. It, it is Morbin time, and I can't argue with you about that part. But more so. importantly, it's also time for us to hit Mach ten point. Oh yeah, baby! What did he hit? Mach ten point four when the uh, Dark Star exploded. E- I think it was yes. ten four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ten four, good buddy. Ten four, good buddy. Yeah. Oh, so what if, if they did that on purpose? <laughs> like that. Honestly, ten four. I would have put yeah. it past him. So yeah, yeah. If, in case you haven't guessed, today we're talking about um, the new blockbuster movie, uh, Downton Abbey, A New Era. And I'm super excited. <laughs> Maggie Smith is coming yeah. in hot! <laughs> I actually, this is super funny. I, uh, so I saw, I saw, okay, we're talking about Top Gun Maverick, obviously, if you saw the title of this episode, but we, I saw this movie with Isaac um, and his wonderful wife, Jess, and my wonderful wife, Morgan, also came with us to go see it. But she did not go see Top Gun. Um, she saw at the same at the same time that Top Gun Maverick started at four p.m. at the theater in Little Rock. Uh, Morgan instead split ways with us and went to go see Downton Abbey: A New Era by herself. <laughs> and and she had a great time, and she so. loved it. And I love that she did that. And it's because it's objectively funny that my wife <laughs> saw a movie by herself. Well, yeah, I, well, I me and her, her art friend saw Top Gun. I meant to ask her that. Was she, she did not seem self conscious that she was seeing a movie no. by herself. Yeah. Wait, have she you guys ever it. done that? No, no, I've never seen a movie by myself. I, I don't think most people do or have. No. Oh no. man, it's it's great. I love it's it. the best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and now that now that my wife has done it, I am very interested in also trying that myself. Yeah, I think that'd be a good time. I might do it with Morbius. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's nobody on earth I could probably convince to go see that movie with me. I don't think it's in theaters anymore. Is it not? Yeah, they, they pull it pretty quick. I'm, no, it, no, it, it was, made a ton of money. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No. One billion dollars. <laughs> it's Mormon time. It's Mormon time. That you did that Thank you. It is Mormon time. This <laughs> is usually a podcast about places oft forgotten by Hollywood, but today we are discussing. Literally the movie event of the summer. I think this is. I think the only thing that could probably undo it would be Thor, maybe. But um, outside of the outside of the media giant that is the MCU, this is definitely the biggest of the and summer. And I think I that I think, and we have a story to demonstrate this uh, here <laughs> shortly. But I can't wait I think to hear the story. It's pretty great. This movie hits like the demographic of people who aren't really interested in movies 
and obviously it's re- reviving the the top the i iconic Tom Cruise performance in as Pete Maverick Mitchell. Um, but yeah, in this episode, the sun is always setting. Everyone is always sweating. We're flying high with Top Gun Maverick. Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah, brother. Woo! They were I'm so pumped. sweaty. I'm so glad you time. said that. They were <laughs> so sweaty the whole time. Yeah. Just the whole time. Yeah, and I loved it. Are you complaining? No. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? Miles, okay, I was about a to sweaty, say. sweaty Miles Teller and Bro. Glenn Powell. Dude. Ugh. Man. Dude, we're gonna talk about Miles Teller because I I, I got some things I got to say about Miles Teller. I'm interested I'm so to excited. hear because like I forgot to ask you more about how much I I really like Miles Teller as well, but I forgot to ask you specifically, Walter, after we saw the movie, why you really like him. Um, so we'll definitely spend a little bit of time yeah. on the guy. So yeah, yeah. Um, quick preamble. I think our next episode is gonna be Under the Banner of Heaven. Um, been watching that. The Olivia, I don't think you're quite caught up, but the pre- no. penultimate episode that Justin and I watched last week, really, really powerful, like pretty heartbreaking. Um, it's really good. You're gonna you're gonna love it when you catch up. Um, Walter, you have not watched Obi Wan, right? Slash, no, what are your thoughts on Star Wars? Oh no, I'm a big Star Wars guy. I just okay, haven't had okay. I haven't had the time to. Um, was as of this recording there the first two episodes of obi-wan are out is that right yes okay yeah i I, I think the i think the new episodes are coming out on wednesday okay i believe that's correct yeah we'll be tomorrow um tomorrow as of the day of this recording yeah 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 um no i am i am a big star wars fan i'm not the i'm not the type of star wars fan that like i'm not a purist when it comes to like like only the old stuff or like only whatever like I consume anything Star Wars, um, like, and I and I love it all. I love the, uh, I love but not the, everything Star Wars. What? What do you mean? But not, but like not all the cartoons and all that. Like that is that okay? All right, let me <laughs> let me qualify that. I guess it's not. I guess not everything. Because I feel Star like Wars. you feel this kind of similarly about about it as I do. Olivia, you haven't watched the cartoons, right? I have started Clone Wars. I uh-huh. have not finished Clone Wars. Okay. So yeah, that's you, where it's I'm too at. much. It's too much for it's, me. I, it's yeah. the cartoons were, and I've heard that it gets better, but the cartoons yeah. feel very juvenile to me. Like yes. I, I think, I mean, obviously, I think they started as a kids kids show, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they were on Cartoon I, Network originally. Yeah, and then I think I guess they realized that like the audience was older, and so they they kind of you know made it more mature. But um, I just I can't like it's just not my thing, man. But anyway. As far as all the live action movie stuff and the shows, I'm I'm a big fan. So uh, I love the prequel trilogy. I loved um, the sky. I loved the whole the whole Skywalker saga, all nine episodes. I loved them all. Thought they're super fun. I was a big fan of the Han Solo movie, which apparently a lot of people did not like. I like that um, movie. I, I I watched it again recently, like a couple weeks ago, and thought it was just as fun as the first time I saw it. Um, Mandalorian I think Rogue I, One captures the the magic. See, I like the, the Solo. Most. I like Solo better than Rogue One, which I know that's, that's such a hot that's take. Really? That's such a hot take. I know yeah. a lot of people just they think I'm wrong for that. But I I love Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can't talk about that movie without talking about Donald Glover as a young Lando. Um, just he's great. Chef's kiss, dude. So good. Um, 
Mandalorian, I think, is the best Star Wars I've seen though so far out of all the movies and shows. Um, Mandalorian really, mm-hmm. Mandalorian really got me, and I'm excited for what they do. Anyway, all that to say, I am very excited to watch the Obi Wan series. I just haven't had the time yet since it's only been out for a few days. So, my yep. wife and I have been uh, we binged um, the first part of season four of Stranger Things, which we finished last night. So nice. Um, we've been we've been watching. Which y'all have y'all are y'all caught up on that? No, I've only seen the first two episodes okay. of it, and I haven't watched Obi Wan yet either. Okay, so. okay. I'm just behind on all the things. That's okay. Which I am is too. like, what's new? <laughs> and, and there's too much season. We're on episode four, I think. Yeah, there's okay. too much content. There's, there's too much. much there's too much content to consume these days, man. I can't. I can't keep up with all of it. So. And I have some friends who've been watching Severance on Apple. Have you guys heard of that? Okay, yeah. my coworker was telling me about it. that. Okay. He said he said it's very good. Yeah, that's what that's what my friends like. They're like, you need to stop doing everything that you're doing and just watch that. And I was like, quit I, your job. Okay, I would if <laughs> if my job could just be this, like podcasting and watching stuff. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I love my I love my job, my real job. But like, if this yeah. could also be my job. That would also be really cool. Would also be very sick. Yeah. Yep. So no, I would love I, it. I feel you on that. But no, I've, yeah, I've heard Severance is is very good. I mean, you know, I'm a big uh, I say I'm a big fan, and I'm blanking on his name. Adam Scott. Yes, Adam Scott. Um, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah he's he's my very guy. very much more versatile actor than I think a lot of people realize. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's awesome. Um. Yeah, but yeah, that's what we've been watching, I guess. I mean, those are the kind of the big things, right, Isaac? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So we'll be. Yeah, we got under the banner of heaven is pretty heavy, but we will. It'll be some fun, fun discussion, interesting. Look at just the the Mormon Church and how it's how it's depicted in the retelling of that. This basically, it's a true crime series uh, where Andrew Garfield's faith in the Mormon Church kind of unravels, and it's fascinating because there are parallels to anybody who's been through something like that in a religious mm-hmm. um context mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we're all about here on flower yeah. film country and so. that'll be the next episode that we do yes. right yes cool. yep. yeah yeah so Very cool. um should we yeah. tell should we tell the story about yeah go ahead go gun ahead because <laughs> i, I want to talk about top gun but we do need this this story is very funny so go ahead okay so i'm we're sitting there. It's I bought. You know how when you buy tickets to a movie, and you're like, I'm not sure if anyone's gonna buy tickets like right, kind of around where I want to be. So I'm gonna buy the tickets right where I'm where I want to sit, and I'll move down if no one shows up. Well, we did that. Me and Walter and Jess came in to the theater. And we kind of go all the way down to um get our, get our exact seats, and it's next to this older couple. And Walter and I are kind of talking, and I guess I'm talking at my like normal voice level. And Walter said he's whispering. I think he was talking at a normal voice level too. And we're talking. <laughs> I'm like really through. bad. I'm really bad at regulating. My, ask my wife; she'll tell you. I'm real bad at regulating like my but, volume. But we're we're kind of <laughs> leaning like away from this couple. Like I'm leaning yeah, toward Walter. Yeah. I'm sitting next to this lady, and we're we're talking in lower voices, but more full. We're talking through the newbie like the games where you point your phone yeah it's not even like it's not the previews yet yet, but the previews come and we're still kind of talking just making little comments here and there some somewhat full conversation no 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 no. it was not a full conversation it was like the trailers we were watching every now okay it was (laughs) trust me it was it was like it was a full conversation but we were not being rude we were like the movie hadn't started yet we're talking through the previews like nope comes up 
we need to cover Nope. Um, yes, we will. Yeah. And like, Vengeance, oh, the, the new BJ Novak movie coming out. Vengeance. Oh, yeah. Saw the trailer for that one? Got yeah. us. We're going to cover that one. Right, this, lady, this lady turns and looks if the screen is like like where I'm sitting. She goes <laughs> and just looks me dead in the eye. And I'm like, what the? What? What do you do? And I just kind of looked away. And then she says to her husband really loudly, if this guy's going to keep talking, we're going to need to move. And I just like. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And it was like, the movie was about to start. And I'm like, I could either try to apologize to this woman. And I was like, my breath probably stinks. I probably don't need to do that. <laughs> that would have really so, given it to her. And I, and I, so I look pa- down past Jess cause Jess is sitting next to Walter and I go, Walter, we need to, we need to move down. He's like, what? And I was like, just, we're going to move down. Cause no one else was on that row. I was like, yeah, it was there's, pretty there's no point. I'm not going to whatever. So, um, so so we moved down. I tell I tell Walter I was like this woman was pretty mad that we were talking. So <laughs> and then and then and and like I said they were she and her husband were a little bit older and um and I was like oh that's how big this movie is yeah. like and like it is getting everybody who ever saw Top Gun to who is still alive to come, come to the movies for the first Top time Gun in thirty two. years. Yes, and so <laughs> we're standing out in like in front of the theater, and I realized this is the most people I've seen at a movie since. Well, I guess since Spider Man, No Way Home yeah, was, but before, but, but I guess biggest, before Spider Man, yeah. it was since anyway. COVID at least, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, that's yeah. the story. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Oh yeah, and That's then she awesome. uh, she didn't even stay for the whole movie. She went to the bathroom. Like, come on, what? yeah. Okay, if she's what older, she probably couldn't. She probably couldn't make it. I mean, that's a long time. Well, if you know what, if you can't watch you, all of Top Gun two, yeah, if you can't hang with the big dogs, thirty years in the making, get out of the playpen. You know, you shouldn't be upset that if you can't even see it through it, you shouldn't be upset that like. One of the biggest cinephile and his like badass recorder uh, producers, they're watching, they love movies, you know, like get off your high horse about us being passionate you know, about movies. Like, come on. You can't hang in the dog fight. Fly out. Ground yourself. I don't know. There you go. That was better. That was better. Ground that was a better way to end that joke. Yeah. Ground yourself. How should we start this episode? Give let's give Isaac well, give us a quick little synopsis. synopsis. Yeah, give us just a little description of what uh, what we're looking at in Top Gun Maverick. So I guess okay, the letterbox synopsis is this: um, After more than thirty years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. That's pretty nebulous, yeah. actually. That doesn't explain what happens in the movie. He, yeah, it doesn't he really... Doesn't, you do catch on to that. He doesn't want to advance beyond captain because he wants to still fly. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. doesn't want to become like a, like a desk jockey, I guess, or like a... Like, he wants to be out there. Yeah. What did y'all think about the first 20 minutes of this movie? Remind me... Is the Dark Star <laughs> sequence with Ed Harris. Mach oh, 10. yes, dude. So I remember it before. Okay, Mach ten, Mach nine. Yeah, he has Mach nine circled on his calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So before before I saw the movie, I remember seeing like you know there's a good bit of hype like on social media, and of course like one of the big like topics to get the hype train going was like how many practical effects were used and like how they actually like flew a lot of these planes and like blah blah blah. And so the scene where he uh, uh, Tom Cruise is in the jet and he 
gets off the runway and flies right over Ed Harris, which beautiful shot, by the way. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. Amazing. And you saw like like all the wind that like almost like blew Ed Harris down, almost like blew the roof off of like that little shack that was next to him. I read that uh, that was the only take they could get of that shot because the the plane blew the whole set down <laughs> when they when they got that. Oh jeez. Yeah. And so and so I knew that going into it and then I I didn't know it was going to be like in the first like few minutes of the movie but like I saw that and I was like I'm in. Like already like like whatever happens for the next like 2 hours like count me in. I'm I was very excited. It's a pretty it's a pretty bold way to start the movie because there's not like like tonally and narratively there's only one thing that I would say is really like really different from the first movie is that when him and it's right at the end, when him and rooster are grounded and they steal the plane, that was incredibly exciting and unexpected. But like the, the beginning of the movie is very strangely like emotional and sentimental. And it also catches you up on like, what Maverick's been doing for the last like yeah. 30 years. Like he's just yeah. push, he, like, like the, that synopsis said, he's like pushing the boundaries. He's trying to, he just, he's just, he, here's the thing. Top Gun is super simple. Tom oh, Cruise yeah. wants to go big fast. <laughs> he wants to go the big fast. The yeah. big fast. Big as, plan, as go one does. fast. I have described Tom Cruise go fast. I have described this movie to like some (laughs) friends I've seen like since since we saw it who have who haven't seen it yet. They're like, "Oh, how was it?" And I was like, "The whole point of this movie was, hey, aren't planes pretty badass?" And then you're watching (laughs) it and you're like, "Planes are pretty badass." (laughs) You're like, "Yep." Yeah, five stars. <laughs> Literally five, five stars, and, and that's Big, it. Tom it Cruise go fast. Yeah, and it doesn't. It didn't have to be more than that. And like talking about like kind of that you saw like the first like like the whole opening sequence of this movie was like setting up like kind of this almost the simplicity of it and the the nostalgia of it. I'm I'm so glad it started that way because it 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 just set the tone for the whole rest of the movie. Yep. Um. And the movie lived like it kept that tone. It didn't try to be anything more than it was. It didn't try to be anything less than it was. It was just. Um. And this is coming from I haven't seen the original Top Gun. Um. And I'm I'm going to soon after seeing this one. But, um. I felt like I was watching a movie like a movie that was made in the 80s. Honestly, like. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like in it a just, good way. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. a very, in a, yes. I mean, I mean that in a very good way. Lean into the nostalgia and kind of the campiness of it. And that whole opening sequence definitely just lent itself to kind of letting you know what, what you are in for, you know, for the next two hours. Something is some, yeah. Which is something thrilling, something kind of reflective and extremely personal because you yeah. get, you get this sense, even though you don't really know what's coming narratively with Maverick, you can tell that like, all that he wants is to just push the limits mm-hmm. and and that he owes it to Goose because like you know that that Goose um is is kind of like the the not the specter in a bad way, but that he feels a lot right. of guilt for that for right. what happens in the first movie. But speaking of which, um Olivia, what's your relationship to the first Top Gun? That's one another one of those movies I watched as a kid that probably shouldn't have watched as young as I did, but <laughs> Whatever. I'm again, it turned out fine, I think. Uh yeah, so I I've seen that movie. It's one of it both of my parents love it. And so that was a movie that I remember watching 
I don't know the last time I watched it. it it's been a long time since I watched it. And I, tr- I wanted to watch it before going into this, but I always thought it was super cool. Uh, yeah, big planes go fast. And that's, I mean, that's kind of the energy of the first one, too. Uh, the beach volleyball scene is so great in that that first movie. Amazing. I don't understand why they were wearing why they were wearing jeans in that scene, but whatever, it works. Were you complaining? No, it was not. It was just <laughs> there's something seems... about jeans. Yeah, I don't know. So it was just yeah. It's a great movie. I love it. I love the first one. The the I didn't see Top Gun for the first time until like no 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 I saw it in high school with my buddy who is now in the Air Force. Oh, and cool. he, 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 I didn't re- really register it until I watched it uh, when in October of last year, because the movie was supposed to come out in November of last year. That was the mm-hmm. second time it was pushed back and then it got pushed back again. Um, and like, I didn't register that Take My Breath Away plays like literally every 10 minutes <laughs> and take my breath away. So me and Robert would, uh, listen we'd just like be sitting there like we'd just be driving or like playing something and we just go take my breath away boom 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 <laughs> um yeah get ready walter it's gonna blow yeah your mind i need to yeah I'm, I'm i'm grabbing morgan later like later this week i'm like whatever plans you might have had tonight you can go ahead and cancel those because we're watching the original top gun <laughs> yeah but the other th- the other thing that i kind of pulled away and i know that we're going to talk about a lot on this episode is that when I watched the first Top Gun, I was like, the the jet the the dogfight sequences just aren't as good as as they could be if someone made a movie today. And so I, yeah. that's why I was super excited. A when they announced that they were gonna do a sequel, and B when I saw the trailer and I was yeah. like, this is going to be just mind blowing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think we all agree that. This lived up to our expectations. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it definitely met the hype. Yeah. I agree. And on I a agree. sheer on a sheer technical level, and I think that the more part of it, and honestly, part of it is like, and not in a bad way, because Tom Cruise is not a perfect person. Um, <laughs> definitely has a lot of flaws. <laughs> but Wait, real quick, I'm going to interrupt you and say I saw a tweet the other day that said somebody had just seen the movie. They said. <laughs> Makes me want to look into Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even say anything about Top Gun. That, that was the that was the whole tweet, and everybody knew what he was talking about. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say. Whew, I thought you were gonna say the. It was a while watching Top Gun Maverick. I leaned over to my wife and said, "You know, he really learned to text for this movie." <laughs> <laughs> there's there's another scene real quick there's another scene in oblivion where there's like a another movie he did with joseph kaczynski who directed top gun maverick where he goes he's like envisioning um like the this football game that would have been on earth if there wasn't an apocalypse and he goes like he says something like thousands of people cheering touchdown like he just says it like super dogmatically <laughs> like that it's so funny anyway um i don't even remember i i guess what i was saying is like this movie couldn't it would not be as good if it wasn't as straightforward 
as it mm-hmm. was. Yep. If it wasn't as technically just like, this is like a technological marvel of filmmaking. Yeah. Which, uh, like, like that hasn't been accomplished since I would say Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yeah. Wait, do you want to talk about technical stuff right now? Do you want to we'll, get into we'll that? Get there, we'll get there in a second. Okay, I guess okay. we're just kind of like scratching the surface. But Yeah. Because, and that's something interesting that Joseph Kaczynski said in an interview. He said, Top Gun is about the characters, but you have to mask it in this sort of like action-y, like dog sure. fights and like yeah, yeah, yeah. machismo. And it's, so at the, at the end of the day, it's, it's a, more of a drama mask in an action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this, this movie capitalizes on everything that the first one just didn't quite as well. And, it's, and this isn't a perfect movie, but it's, it, it's better. It's better mm-hmm. than the first one. Yeah. Uh, it's better than a perfect movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm Your mind can't even comprehend <laughs> how perfect this movie is. It it's gonna blow your little peanut mind. <laughs> just pull your it smooth brain can't handle I mean, it, it here, child. It's no Morbius, but <laughs> yeah. Let's hold on. Yeah, let's set let's set expectations now. We actually should have led with that. <laughs> actually, would recommend Morbius over this, but. Oh my goodness! Every 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 flyover episode from now on is going to start with, "Well, it's no Morbius, but <laughs> it's Morbin time." <laughs> oh man! Ooh, ooh. Okay. Gosh. Do y'all know? Have y'all seen any? Have y'all seen Oblivion or any other of a uh, Joseph Kaczynski's movies? No, I, but I have mm-hmm. seen Tron Legacy, which um, I did yes. not know that. Um, well, this is, I mean, it was, when did Tron Legacy come out? Uh, like that was 2010? like 2010. 2010, you got it, you nailed it. Um, yes. Did you uh, see it in theaters, Olivia? No, I just knew it came out when I, I was wish in high school. I, I wish that I saw it in theaters. I've, I, looking I've back never on seen it, Tron. I, me too. Like Tr- any oh Tron. I've never Dude. seen the, the first Tron. The old, um, the old Tron I never saw, but Tron Legacy, the one came out in 2010, um, was is actually very good like mm-hmm. really great sci-fi uh remake i guess it's technically a remake right or is it is, is it a sequel it's a sequel yeah it's okay. a direct sequel to the okay. one with Jeff yeah Rivers. i never knew much yeah. about tron i guess but yeah just you you don't you don't have to watch the original to enjoy tron legacy um very very cool good movie but no i haven't seen only only the brave or oblivion uh, uh, we know. Got to give a shout out to Eric Fam. Uh, Eric Fam loves only the brave, and um, I've I've heard a lot of l- people kind of praising that movie for how effective of a drama it is and how well the stakes mm-hmm. are set and executed. Um, so I'm definitely going to be checking out that. Yeah. Oblivion similarly is really interesting. Um, Oblivion was a graphic novel that I think Joseph Kaczynski wrote, if I'm not mistaken, and it wasn't published, but he is the, it's like the only movie that he's credited as a writer on. Um, This guy is really interesting because apparently he studied aerospace engineering in college. I don't think he has a degree in it, but he has a degree in um, architecture from like Kaczynski. Yeah. From like Columbia. Nice. Oh, um, Cool. I, I have to I have to take a couple seconds to find this because 
Yeah, he's an alumnus of Columbia Graduate School of Architecture, Planning, and Preservation. Wow. Casual. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, That's super crazy. chill. Yeah. That's like, a, I think I've talked about how Wes Anderson was a, he was going to be an architect. He was like either yes. an architect or a filmmaker, and you can see that. And yeah. you can, in a similar way, you can kind of see it in Joseph Kaczynski's movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nice. Anyway, he's a, he's a super interesting guy. Olivia, any, any thoughts? on that so far i feel like we've been it's been the mansplaining hour Mm -hmm. i mean that's okay this is i feel like this is like such a bro movie anyway but also um every i say every i went to go see this movie with uh four of my friends only one of which was another girl and we both were like this is amazing we had a blast my her husband went with us and he is actually in I think he's in, in the National Guard Reserve. But mm-hmm. he works for the Air Force Base here in OKC. And he comes out of the movie and he was just like I was like, All right, so what what were your thoughts on it? And he goes, Some of those things wouldn't actually happen. Like that's not how that would work. And he was explaining different things that like wouldn't have happened. And I was like, Oh, so did you did you not like it? And he goes, oh, no, I loved it. It was amazing. Like, it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. That's just not how that would work in real life. Right. But it was awesome. Was yeah. It, did it have to do with the with the mountain, with the crater scene? Like, uh, them flying in and out? It had something. It wasn't necessarily that. It was whenever they were being chased by, or, the, the like, the bombs were, were chasing after them. Uh-huh. Uh, and the something about the flares, like the flares wouldn't necessarily stop it like that. Um, it was something to do with that. I can't remember what it was because I was still trying to process the movie. And also I don't know anything about anything related to planes or bombs or flares or airspace or any of that. So I was just like, okay, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. So. It's pretty insane. Um. I, and I love. I love that. This movie, kind of. Sets up exactly what the threat is, and again, it's nebulous. Mm-hmm. But I'd also argue that like, you don't really need to know what country they're they're going to you know right. bomb this silo because the whole point is like it's a bromance movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and it's it's a sentimental movie and so you don't really need to know any of that you just need to know that there is a threat of something they're up against and more yeah. like pushing the limits of their own capability and i love that they got such great actors to for tom cruise to just be be able to just stretch them so far mm-hmm. or as you know as maverick for maverick to stretch mm-hmm. them so far it's just like i love i love that he throws the rule book in the trash can like, don't you love yeah. movies where people, like, physically throw a rule book in a trash can? You see this? Can? You gotta learn everything about it. Yeah. Or you know everything about it? I'm just gonna throw in the trash can. So does yeah. your enemy. Yeah. That was, ooh, that was <laughs> that really was pretty, good. Pretty badass. When, when, when they're going over the, the plan of, like, all right, this is how we're gonna take this, this plant out. Two guys that were sitting on either side of me both leaned over at the same time. One of them goes, "So this is just Star Wars, then," and the other one goes, "So this is just the Death Star." <laughs> it's the I, same I, plan. I, I had kind of the same thought. Should yeah. I? Should I? Would it? 
might we say an a an impossible mission? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Some kind of mission impossible? <laughs> you did it. You are the top gun. <laughs> Maverick. Maverick. Yeah. Morbius. <laughs> you are the top it's, gun, Morbius. It's Mavin time. <laughs> it's Mavin. Gosh. I hate myself. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That whole but and I love it. They set it up to where like, okay, this is I mean, here's the geography of the area. They they set it up to where they know exactly what they have to do. They're stretching themselves as far as they can. And then the only mm-hmm. reason they could they go through with the mission is because they literally need to stop this threat. And it's like yeah. if you don't come home, you don't come home. That's part of the mission. Like it's Man, and they got a great cast. I don't know. I'm kind of like starting to repeat myself, but God, it's the, the, the part that I was having a great time, but the part where I was like, this is one of the best things ever put on film is when you think he's grounded. And he oh comes, my gosh, I was just about out, to bring up yeah. this scene, dude. And obviously the whole finale, the last 30 minutes is just absolutely insane as well. But when he he comes out and he he flies the course in two minutes and thirty seconds and uh, it is literally no he just, flies it under two fifteen remember because yeah, he, he told he? John Hamm he was like set it to two fifteen instead yeah. of two thirty oh right 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 and he did it and under two fifteen it. and it's just yeah. him breathing and it's the sounds of the oh my gosh dude jet. and it is talking just, about sound design was, that's some of the best chills. sound design I had chills yeah. for like seventy five percent of this movie yeah and never I think happens. I think when you first like when you first realize that he's about to run the course like like without permission i think i think i, I elbowed you or something because i was like ooh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just just I, dude there's so many times in this movie like this is that in that scene's example of, of one where i just felt like a little boy watching like like a, a just a cool it's movie something, it is yeah. something so primal it's so like it, yes it's, yeah it's a machine it goes fast it is a human <laughs> there's a human element to where you yeah machines are primal exactly what yeah machine, machines are so <laughs> machines primal. are so primal Man rules machines yeah yes god yeah. so ugh. so yeah. sick yeah very so very cool it is so crazy it's crazy what do y'all think about um the cast i think i have the cast um in the dossier down here in a link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, John Hamm, obviously fantastic. Um, I don't think he can... You could give him the worst script in the world and he would bring it to life. Um, so he's he's great. Um, Wouldn't you love to have your uh, title be Air Boss? Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't think there's anything better. Like, Maverick, sure. Rooster, okay. Hangman, that's pretty cool. Dude, Air Boss? Air Boss. Shut it down. That's game, dude. That's the best it. one. That's the best one. It is. It yes, is. you guys. That was not his actual like call name. Cyclone was his call name. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. but but he, the, he's his, like, I'm on. the air. I'm your air boss, or I'm okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. I I understand. I understand. Okay. It, it's my head cannon that his call name is Air Boss. Is, is Air Boss? Okay. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. who? You know who? I think is like the most underrated, um, young, not cadet recruit, um, lieutenant. What rank are they? <laughs> Great question. They're, they're no pilots, idea. man. They're yeah. pilots. Pilot. Who cares? <laughs> I really feel like uh, Monica Barbero is as Phoenix mm-hmm. was the she most was great. underrated. Because she, Glenn no, she Powell, was great. Glenn, Pla- Glenn Powell shines. Miles Teller's doing his thing that he's good at. Monica Barbero is like, and and the other guy I forget the I guess Jay who is it that plays Bob. It's uh, Bill Pullman's son. 
What is his name? That's Bill Pullman's son? It's his son, yeah. yeah his name Lewis is Pullman. Lo- Lo- yeah, Lewis. Lewis Pullman. Him, yeah, that's his son. Bob and Phoenix were my They favorite. were a good duo. Yeah, they, I they really, really liked great. them. Honestly, and it's not it's not against anything on the other actors, but everyone else was I just don't remember them as much. Well, cuz okay. it was they were yeah, all minor. They were also minor. And right, even right, actually right. one of the one of the other pilots was I can't remember what his, the actor's name is. I think you're about to say what I was about to say. Manny Jacinto yes, from, a, from the Good from Place. From the Good Place, yeah. He was in it and it didn't have a single speaking line. I, yeah. Like, Dude, how did how what was a he waste, in this? What a waste of a talent. Yeah. Like if, if you've seen the Good Place, you know how electric Manny Jacinto can be. Yeah. And they just didn't use him at all. I'm. It made me wonder. Like, did they? have like speaking lines for him and then they end mm-hmm. up getting cut or something right yeah i wonder that too because it, yeah. it, it just feels like the success of the good place it just feels like him not having any speaking lines seems really really weird so yeah, I, I would the same thing. i just would imagine that that they just got cut because yeah. he's awesome that's what i choose to believe that's yeah that's what i'm choosing to yeah. believe as well so charles anyway. Charles Parnell, who uh, plays um, Rear Admiral Solomon Bates, whose call sign is Warlock, is really great. And I feel like Warlock is probably the best call sign of all that's time. That's a really cool... Also pretty badass. Yeah, that's yeah. a really cool name. Yeah. Um, did, we, did we follow through with our, the thing we agreed upon doing? Oh, yeah. I don't, yes. uh, I don't have one for myself, but if y'all have one for me, I'll let you go I ahead. don't have one for myself. I have one for you two. Okay, okay. Okay, all right. Olivia, do you want to start then since you have... Yes, I think that's first, first, what are we doing here? So... We're, oh, we're, we're assigning call signs to each we're, other. We're that's, assigning that's, call... Yes, we are. Call names, call signs to each other. I thought about this on my way home from the movie last night. I was like, okay, I know exactly what mine would be. Like, I, I just knew Hit it. us with it. I'd be Red Hawk, obviously. <sighs> right? Pretty badass. That's racist, it's, but it's okay. Shut up. <laughs> So, she intentionally came up with one for you and Jess that wasn't related to you having. Thank red you, hair. thank you. So, I just feel like I couldn't. Ex- it's, it's just it. not. It's not every aspect of who you are. It's not you know? every yeah. aspect of who I am. So, um, wait. So, what'd you come up with me then? Well, do you need to? Are we doing it like you? You share oh, what you know. came up with me for me and Walter. I, we can't. We can do whatever. Um, I came up with zero. So. For <laughs> anyone, yeah, I got nothing to you. <laughs> I, I was like brainstorming earlier, and I'm like, I got nothing. I don't know, it's dude. Right. My dude, my I already produced this podcast. You and that's where that's my, that's where my responsibilities end. Yeah, I yeah. was filming in a barn yeah. all day, so yeah. you know. Yep. So okay, <laughs> Isaac, it was really hard for me to come up with one for you. For come up with one for you. I am Walter. You are an enigma, <laughs> Walter. I put I I wrote shooter for you. Because we were okay. talking about shooting photography, so I was like, "Oh, shoot. oh yeah, that'd yeah, be cool." Yeah. Okay, that'd be cool. I'm a, all right. I'm about it. It's not bad. Yeah, and pretty cool. Isaac, I didn't come up with one for you. I'm so sorry. I couldn't figure. I couldn't. I couldn't nail couldn't one down crack for the you. Enigma. Yeah, I'm, I'm a mystery. Oh, what if your call sign was just Enigma? Ooh. Enigma. Ooh, that'd be it's, cool. Mm, a lot, it's I did think wordy. Yeah. What would be cool for you? Yes, I don't know yeah. if we could do this because of like copyright stuff but i think star lord star lord would be cool because you love star lord so much that's true that Which could work be, that would be it's cool outside of, i mean like unless unless they unless unless the, the mouse manages to bring top gun into the mcu multiverse i think you're good 
Tom Cruise will literally roll over in his grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which look, we're going to after, after we do our call signs, let's talk about that. I uh, for Olivia for you, I came up with point guard. Okay. Mm. Cool. Because you love because you love basketball. Because right? I love basketball, yeah. which is also ironic because I would have never been a point guard. Yeah. <laughs> never. But it's like I thought about everything else, and I was like, it's just... that's that is the coolest sounding position yeah. in basketball. I yeah. 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 Maybe it, maybe I was so. missing something. Walter, I came up uh, obviously for you, Boy Scout. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Actually, I like that because I am. For those of you who don't know, I am an I am a certified bona fide country fried Eagle Scout. <laughs> <laughs> Boy Scout's good. Buddy up, butter yeah. me up and call me a biscuit. <laughs> Wait. I'm an eagle. So, yeah. Isaac, you said you like did Boy one Scout. for Jess, too? Jess would be Trekker. Not, Trekker? Not Trucker, Trekker. Why, why Trekker? Because she's always 100, 130, however long an Iron Man is. I don't even know oh, anymore. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 150, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least yeah. 500 yeah. miles. Yeah. I yeah. think it's 500 okay. miles. She's just good. trekking. She's just trekking along. She didn't love it, but I came up with it on the spot. Um, yeah. So maybe maybe I'll uh, tweet you, out my other ones. It's better. Did you nice. come up with one for yourself? I didn't. I'd oh. like. Could, oh, I was you said like, that earlier. And that, yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry that we yeah. did not come up with one for you. Did yeah. Jess come up with one for you? Um. No. Oh. No. But okay. I so now I, hold on. I don't take things like that personally. For those of us who Sorry. have multiple ones, I guess that's me and Olivia. Olivia, to choose between either one that you that you came up with yourself or. Uh, one that Isaac gave you. Which one would you pick? Oh, I don't know. Mm. It, you won't hurt my feelings. It was literally I, my first draft. So, first draft. Do you think you you would build on that? No, like like <laughs> no, like how a, does one a, build sorry, on in it? In a list, it was first in my list of one. Of what list? One of one. Yes. Is like, that really I was a list? Work, I was working, and I was like, oh wait, and I kind of thought for a little bit, and I came up with both of those, and I was like. I just didn't have the bandwidth to be able to come up with. More, <laughs> no, that's fair. So. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know which one I would pick. Walter, which one would you pick? For me or for you? For you. Or both. For Actually, me? both. Okay. All right. For you, I like point guard. I tend okay. to lean more towards like the kind of the goofier sounding. Not goofy. Like point guard's not goofier, but like, like a Red Hawk and Shooter. Those are pretty badass sounding, right? Yeah. But for me, and maybe this, like I do this when I play Dungeons and Dragons too. Like when I name my characters, like it's usually something, it's like a. You know, Pompladeuce or something like that, like some 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 goofy sounding. So I I for me I would lean towards Boy Scout, and then for you I lean towards Point Guard. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then, yes. Yeah. I know. So <laughs> not, Isaac, that, not that I beat you. Not that that's competitiveness, I mean, it's, but it's just it sounds, like it I like, like I like being validated that I have a. <laughs> sounds like sounds like you won, Isaac. Sounds like you won, Isaac. <laughs> I like naming things. I really wanted my roommate in college to name his dog Daredevil, and he was like, "It's not happening, man." <laughs> <laughs> So I'll just have to name my yeah. son Daredevil now. Did- That's fine. <laughs> or Vorbius. <laughs> <laughs> when your daughter is, I, I, I know you cut myself off. We can't do it anymore. <laughs> when your your daughter Joe. is born in August, like on the on the birth certificate, when Jess isn't looking, put Morbia <laughs> as her name. <laughs> because it's a girl for anyone. Yeah. Who's listening. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Yeah. Wait. So uh, were you no, validated? I love, I love naming things. Just let me name Sandor. I don't know if y'all knew that. No, I did not know that. Yeah. I Which is your cat, ask... by the way, for those who mm-hmm. don't know. He's the, yeah. grace, the greatest cat in the world. Nice. So, okay, hold on. Were you validated in naming your daughter? No, not at all. 
We actually we had a pretty funny disagreement about it, but I think I've told both y'all about it, right? I think yeah, you told me about no. it. Yeah, yeah. It was literally like um, I really wanted it to be Sophia, and Jess really wanted her name to be Sophie, and I was like, "How about we name her Sophie and we can call her Sophie?" She was yeah. like, "No," and I was like, "Why not?" And she was like, "I had a bad experience with a girl named Sophia," and I was like, "But Sophie's like ninety five percent the same, kind name. of the same, yeah." And she's like, "No, it's very different," and I was like, "It's really not," and uh. <laughs> So um, she'll probably be mad that I'm putting this in our Top Gun podcast. <laughs> hey, but you know what, though? It's just, it's, it is funny to it's, me now. And I'm like, I literally, like, I don't care that much. Um, it's, Sophie's a great name. Um, yeah, I, I like long names because all of my siblings' names are, you know, biblical, like Hebrew and right. Rebecca, Rachel, and uh, like Miriam. I have a sister named Miriam Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Jonathan and they we all have to shorten it and we're all used to doing it and so I was just yeah. like subconsciously trending that just way. keep that going yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so no anyway. I like it I like it how do you how do you shorten Isaac Ike, Ike. I had a oh, boss yeah. my boss before this job I'm at called me Ike and I I kind of liked it and I kind of I huh. I don't think I would I don't think I would go by it but I do I wouldn't be it. able to call you Ike but that's because I've known you as Isaac so, yeah, I don't know, Olivia. If you had to shorten your name, what would what would you would you do? Live? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like live. Thanks. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I like it live, when live like dog. people call yeah. me live. Yeah, it, there's a sense of like closeness whenever people yeah, call yeah, me yeah. live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I there's there's sometimes when people call me live and I'm like whoa 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 like no, we're no, not no, there. No. Yeah, hold yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We are we are workplace associates at best, but <laughs> yeah. like you don't you don't you haven't earned that yet, but. Right. If you guys called me Liv, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that's makes sense. Nice. So, I'll keep so that in mind. Live. Yeah. We've spent a lot Man. of time on uh, Eric uh, call sign names. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, let's move on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the last thing I was listening to a podcast and they were, they were like talking about how John Hamm was the air boss and they were like, would you be like the pod boss? Would that be your name? <laughs> like to, to someone I thought it was really funny? Wait, so There's who no, would be our pod boss? Isaac? We're all we're all pod boss. I, I would say because, Isaac. Well, well no, because he like no, 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 no. I I do stuff on the back end. Isaac Isaac is the face, and he does stuff on the front end. I'm I would be like I would be like. Uh, you'd be, I'm just, you'd be I'm just realizing. I'd be, oh, okay, yeah. You'd be cool. warlock. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that yeah. one. Cool. And Phoenix done, done. Is it because she's the Hang only man. female? No, it's definitely not. <laughs> I love. Uh, okay, okay. Let's go back to Top Gun Maverick real quick. Or what? What, uh, what, what this episode the, is supposed to be about? <laughs> right. Like, did y'all think it was funny? Like they were recreating again this in this world. The sun's always setting. Jets mm-hmm. are always going fast. Like, like egos are always being pumped to 110 out of 100. Yeah. And they're recreating this iconic scene on the beach where everyone's like sexy and hot and running and there's movement and chemistry. And she's like the only female out there. There are two. Yeah. There's another one. There was? There were two, oh, two female pilots and they're both out there, but you only see Phoenix. You're like, you really only see her. Like you see the other one yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But kinda, it's really I forgot just about the Phoenix. other one. Yeah. Yeah. The other one's name is uh where is she at on here? Halo is her call name and she's Dude, wait, played what a by sick call name. Carol 
Yeah, yeah. I they wasted not, that on this I'm character not who even didn't kidding. talk. I do not remember. Yeah, she she doesn't have a speaking line. She's in the yeah, background was, the whole time. There was like like the, yeah like half the pilots didn't have yeah, any lines. Yeah, that's that's the for sure, the actor's yeah. name is Kara Wang. Yeah, because there was twelve of them. You, mm-hmm. There's only six that have any speaking lines, and so it's like, well, we know those are going to be the the twelve or the six that go on to this mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the other the other six are are not. They're just filling space back there. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Okay, uh, let's. I want to talk a little bit more about the, um, just the dynamics and the relationships because because this whole movie really is about relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's yep. it, it, the planes are as as sick as the planes are. Like it's more it's more of just a set piece. Um, and uh, and as somebody who has not seen the first one and didn't see the relationship between Maverick and Goose in the first one, um, maybe y'all can shed some light on kind of going into this one with Miles Teller playing uh, Rooster, who's Goose's son. Mm-hmm. Um, and he already comes in with like kind of a tumultuous relationship with Maverick, uh, which of course we find out later this because he had um, pulled Rooster's papers to stop him from getting into the Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, but of course we found out that it was because of a promise that he made to uh, Goose's wife and uh, slash Rooster's mother that he would keep Rooster safe. So, like I said, we mentioned the, you know, kind of the, it's about like the bromance or whatever, but really for most of the movie, like they kind of, they don't hate each other, but Rooster really hates Maverick mm-hmm. and it has a lot of contempt for him. So y'all help shut, shed some light on kind of like what, I don't know. I want to, I want to hear from y'all about yeah, that. And this, and this plays to one of the, the really my only gripe with the movie n- narratively that doesn't, it for me is that I don't think it's believable that Maverick would do that. Okay, just and are you judging? Are just, you judging from his character in the first movie? Yes, yes, and also, I mean, I don't know, Olivia. What do you think? So, so I'm I'm trying to imagine myself uh, being super close with my like co-pilot and their family, and then being in the air and my co-pilot pilot dying and just the amount of of guilt i would feel just mm-hmm. overwhelming which we see that that maverick experiences that like he still holds so much guilt for goose's death and and if if i was in a situation like that and my co-pilot died while I survived, I mean, there's survivor's remorse, right? Like, that's happening mm-hmm. for sure. That's at play. Knowing that, you know, this this little kid is not going to be able to grow up with that parent. And, and you know, the the mom's going to be a single mom who, who's having to, you know, raise his kid without someone who she thought was going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, I... F- I can see where I can see Isaac. I can see where you're coming from. Where like Maverick wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that for anyone else. I think he would do it for Rooster because he doesn't want, you know, Goose's wife to be without both of the most important men in her life. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's, that's probably what was going on is it, and it, he doesn't want to be responsible for yet another person in that family dying. Yeah. 
even though he yeah. wouldn't be necessarily if if Rooster did get into the the academy or whatever he wouldn't necessarily be responsible if something were to happen for him although in this particular mission he he absolutely would have been responsible mhm so and it it does work narratively like you you feel that way and and especially like as they're about to go on the mission you're like mm-hmm. you know you know that they're all going to be okay because they've teased they've they've teased it so hard like he, like when he tells John Ham um when he tells Cyclone and Warlock like I like we are going like the standard is everybody making it out alive. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is why I demand perfection on this. And it's like, it's so good like the whole time. And so, you know, no one's going to die. Like, or if someone does, it's going to be hangman because he's a dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and, and we're yeah. glad that he doesn't die because he has Except- the Iceman like kind of, arc at the end so. yeah well i was gonna say that doesn't necessarily mean he's gonna die because like iceman was the dick in the first one and he didn't die it was goose so like it could have been it could have been phoenix or bob or someone else you know the way that if someone spoke to you about your dead dad oh man the way that hangman did it's like oh you might have a physical altercation like i'm i know i might yeah oh i would have yeah no i would have decked him for sure and it's, yeah. it's just it's like it's kind of cruel <laughs> like yeah no it's it's messed know. up so it's messed up but glenn, but glenn powell, powell is so, so charming. charming that it's like ah, i just can't help but love him <laughs> yep so another like emotional arc that we see play out is is the one with maverick and iceman which you don't really get yeah. to see Unless, or you don't really understand that fully if you haven't seen Top Gun. And so, you know, they're, they were enemies that became friends. That was kind of the story arc for their relationship in the first one. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I really appreciate is that, like, Val Kilmer, is who plays Iceman, he's, he's actually, like, really sick. Mm-hmm. He has and, throat cancer in real life, right? Right. He does. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. So, so it is really hard for him to speak. That like, and I appreciate that they one brought him back, and two like showed like showed him in his current state. Like, which also, by the way, I would like to say for someone who has throat cancer, he looks really good. Yeah. No. He like. Yes. He, I agree. He just looks really good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but man, I got I got emotional when they were talking that. I don't, I got like teary eyed whenever mm-hmm. he Maverick is talking with Iceman and and when when Iceman says it's time to let go and Maverick it turns to Maverick and his eyes are just all like full of tears and he's trying mm-hmm. not to cry and he's like I don't know if I can or I don't know how man yeah that was really good just was right good. right right there in the feels yeah. apparently apparently um he wasn't able to speak Mm. and so apparently they used effects to recreate his voice okay yes that's what i was about to um i was about to say Um, amazing yeah and and i think they did um i didn't know they had done that until i I looked it up um i thought that he was like that val kilmer actually managed to talk because i hadn't looked into that like val kilmer in real life does not have a voice anymore like physically incapable mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. talking which is of course super sad um and it but it was it's very cool to have um and i'm sure it was probably like emotional like 
for the actors just to sure. be able to have a scene like that, even though like they had to like dub in a voice after, but to like have like that. I don't know. It was, it was very touching. Um, yeah. And, and I, I, I like that a lot. So yeah. yeah, very, even though he was, I mean, he was only in that one scene, right? Just that. He uh, was, yeah. He was just in that one scene, but man, yeah. what a scene uh, it was. It was, was, it was very scene. powerful. Yeah. 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 And have you guys, either one of you watched the Val Kilmer documentary? I think it's mm. on Prime. No, I've, I, somebody I want, else I is telling to. me about that. Yeah, I think Eric watched it and liked I, it. Yeah, I. That's not surprising. Eric watched yeah. it. Yeah, I want to watch it too because he he had like a handheld camera and recorded everything from all like all the behind the scenes of everything he was on oh, or wow. like in and recorded kind of just his life and it it's. It just seems really, really incredible, and I've heard only good things about it. But I, I haven't. I was curious if either one of you had seen it. Yeah, yeah, so. no, not not yet. But he's great. Walter and I got to experience him in Heat, and he's incredible in that movie. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, another key relationship of this movie. What do we think about Jennifer Connelly's Penny? Dude, my the the most um, unrealistic bar owner portrayed <laughs> <Yeah>. in, <laughs> in cinema history. I, I, Isaac, you and I have had conversations about this before. Can, but I, I, can I just say what you said to me? Yes, go ahead. As soon as she comes on screen, Walter leans over and goes, dang, she's hot. <laughs> she is. She dude. is. How, how, how old is she? She's in her I'm 50s. Looking it up. She's I'm looking it up. 50, Jennifer. I'm going to say 51. Okay, uh, Isaac, cast your vote. How old do you think she is? She is 51. Yes. Nice. There you wow. go, Olivia. Nice. Two for you two. Did you know that? You knew that. No, I legit, that was just, that was a shot in the dark. I, uh, believe, I believe it was a guess. Good she job. She is also married did to you? Paul Bettany. Oh. So, I, fun fact. Is she, she's not she is. British, right? I don't think uh, so. Sorry, sorry. No, she's, she's, she's Brit- American. She's not British, is she? British. And yeah, British. She's American. She is definitely American. Um, I thought she was. Um, yeah. No, dude. Uh, yeah, she looks very good for her age. Not, not, not just for age. She just looks good. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Isaac and I have like, <laughs> I've had a conversation about this with him in the past. Um, I think very, very extremely rare is the occasion that like, a sex scene really adds anything to a movie for me like and th- like maybe it sounds prude prudish of me to say but like i don't like sex scenes in movies because it make they make me uncomfortable especially if i'm watching it with like your parents a- or anybody really i'm just like i just don't like that's just not like i, I am okay with an implied How do you feel about kissing I-, I also don't like i don't like the sounds of it like I don't mm. want, I don't need mm. ASMR kissing in a movie. Mm. Or like, okay. do mm. we? I used to watch a lot of uh, UK Love Island, which like those are always like everyone on Love Island is always mic'd up twenty four seven, and they make out a lot. On it's called Love Island, so they make out a that, lot. Do you think that killed it for you? That killed it for me. Yeah, I was like, I can't do sense. this anymore. So, uh, so I loved how <laughs> the one like quote unquote love scene in this movie. It's the most sexless like sex scene that it's I've ever the most, seen. It's the tamest thing in the world, dude. It's like I love how it's just like it starts with Tom Cruise just kind of like leaning over Jennifer Connelly in bed, and then it cuts to them just like laying there, just having a nice chat. It it is <laughs> it awesome. is kind of. I, I think that you're onto something, and I, people have been criticizing it and com- kind of comparing it to the scene in the first Top Gun. And Olivia, I know you're about to say something or maybe compare it to that but 
I feel like it does work for the sort of like golden age of cinema sort of if it was world if it was that this is like yeah. supposed to be said and we don't even know what year this is maybe there's a reason they're wearing jeans on the beach you know <laughs> yeah. it's an alternate universe where everyone just wears like you wear jeans to the beach cuz this and nobody and every nobody course. has sex yeah it's just well they do but they don't no. you know what i mean you right right and you're yeah. fully clothed the whole time no <laughs> maybe Olivia, maybe. what were you going to say I don't remember at this point. Oh, yeah. sorry. So sorry. no, it's okay. Oh, I do remember. I lied. I do remember. Yes. Okay. Yes. I saw do a tweet because okay. So about that scene, about the the sex, not sex scene. Uh, I saw a tweet where they were someone was like, Tom Cruise is the most sexless actor that has ever existed, <laughs> <laughs> which is like really funny because he's. At any given point, especially in the 80s and 90s, he was considered one of the most attractive actors. The, like and, the hottest dude. Yeah, yeah, and people would probably still say that about well, him. What do they mean by that statement? I don't, I don't They're know. Just like, just I, think, I think when somebody calls someone sexless, it's like, I cannot even imagine them being se- sexual yeah. in any way. Yeah. Like, it, like, like just, is, this is a person who exists outside of what we understand sex to be. Right, you know which is mean? kind of how I, I kind of envision Tom Cruise. Like, I just yeah. don't really envision him having no, you're, sex or wanting to yeah. have sex. I hadn't thought, I hadn't, I've never thought about it, but like, yeah, yeah. like even I watching. I don't understand where, <laughs> where y'all are coming from on this or why y'all think this. Isaac, like, either, you, you either get it or you don't. I'm completely not in that camp. You either what? get it or you don't. Yeah, you either you know? get it or you don't. And, and yeah. clearly you just don't clearly, get it. Clearly you don't. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm being gaslit. You were just gaslighting the hell out of Isaac. Well, I mean, none, none of y'all have seen Tom like, Cruise is a virgin. I mean, y'all, none of y'all have seen like Eyes Wide Shut, right? No, you but you did mention or that Magnolia, to me. Like, yeah, you're. Yeah, apparently he like gets he gets pretty uh pretty sweaty. Yeah, a lot of kissing. Right? I guess some of the uh, I don't know, like yeah, or y'all haven't seen Vanilla Sky? I'm looking through his filmography. No. I no, I uh, I don't watch movies. What's the, risky what's business the, and the John Grisham movie he's in, or that's based uh, on the, the John firm. Grisham book, The Firm. There's yeah, a, he's movie. he's in a sex scene in that, and I've seen that. But even then, it's like it's not believable, is it? It's not believable. <laughs> it's Tom, just Tom Cruise has never done it, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. I no, I I. I <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think it's an interesting. Maybe we can have a podcast episode on this whole episode about Tom Cruise sex scenes. From I don't three want people to do that. Not having sex. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! Ooh, Dude, that's good. Moving. On. All right. So yeah, let's let's move on from there. Um, can we talk? I mean, like, just very. We're, we're okay, getting okay. Last, last. We're getting close to this. time. But we last haven't talked thing. about Miles Teller enough. We'll I don't know there. what you're about. Last thing on this, like <laughs> jumping, like I don't know, like the, all the crazy things he does, like jumping off buildings and yeah. like climbing, like none of that translates you, for y'all. Are you still on this? <laughs> yes, no, I am. This is the last point I want to make on it. <laughs> that yeah, that is no, his, he's that is his sex. <laughs> But that, that it, does it for him. <laughs> I feel maybe, really weird talking about this now. Just, I want to yeah, move on. Sure. No, I feel I feel even better talking about this now. <laughs> now I'm all that's in. Right. This is what this is what I want the rest of the episode to be about. 
we can <laughs> we can talk. Uh, also, on that note, I love that the bar is called the Hard Deck. I think that's yes, really, I do really like that. Clever. Speaking of speaking of sex, it's also a great it's also a great uh, rule to if you you have to buy a round for everyone if your phone's on the table mm-hmm. or, or if you the, disrespect a woman or, or the navy or the navy. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay, let's um, talk about Miles Teller. I'm yeah, speaking off, of sex, dude. Miles Teller. Speaking of sex. <laughs> Listen. Okay, so every every couple has like a, the the celebrity list, right? Like, like between the two of you, you have like three, maybe five of like like celebrities that would be on your like. If Hall if pass. if it was ever yeah 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 you get a pass right, um, and my wife and I we have we have a a list for also like. We're both straight, but we have a list for like same genders too. My, one of my number one would for same wait for what for like same sex like oh like I have like a guy list and she has like a girl list too like just like Ooh. people that you just celebrities who are you. objectively attractive. Okay, shut up, Isaac. Everybody does this. No, I'm not trying to make you. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I just didn't know that. It's more of like a. It's not a like a, um, I would do it with this person, but it's, it's more just like. Th- this celebrity what the is hot list and, is though <laughs> yeah but no but it's more like just the celebrity is hot and like like i like their work you know what i mean like i'll, I'll watch anything they're in I like their work. okay <laughs> you like the maybe way they just, work maybe it. i'm just gonna edit this whole section out but i'm gonna keep going <laughs> no, i'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep going <laughs> no i both y'all understand this is our best episode ever <laughs> so this is staying in Okay, all that to say, Miles Teller is my number one on my guy list. If you're curious about my female list, that that we can save another, we can save that for another episode. Um, but my, dude, Miles Teller, I mean, everything I see him in, I just every time I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, he is. He that is a talented man, and he just he has like, he has what Chris Pratt used to have, which is like this innocent approachableness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt used to, he doesn't have it anymore. Um, his he got weird, so. Chris Pratt's off, but Miles Teller still has like this, like, like a boyish charm, but also yeah. like that's a man, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, and, he, and now just, especially, yeah, like, yeah, such such a talented actor, like, like for just for real, on just just on like on a just a talent basis, so good. Have y'all seen War Dogs? No, no. but I've heard it's really good. I say so you've seen it. No, okay, I've seen half we, of it. Okay, War Dogs is actually, I think it's the only, maybe one of two movies that I ever did a review for on Letterboxd, because <laughs> I just, for, I never think to use Letterboxd, and I don't watch movies, but um, War Dogs, dude, so good. Like, that's the movie that made me be like, okay, Miles Teller is like, he's, he's like in this new era of like movie stars that like need to be at the top. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I firmly believe that he could be like the next like Tom Cruise. Like, he should, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe y'all disagree. Maybe y'all aren't as in love with Miles Teller as I am. I, I, but he's good. I share in your admiration, uh, your admiration of him, not your uh, attraction. I have to say that. That's, to I say that. That's that's a calm word for what I'm describing. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, like, I think the thing I disagree about the statement about him being Tom Cruise. I don't think anyone can be tom cruise i think that's no i don't so mean in that like tom he's gonna cruise. replace tom cruise i just mean like but he goes toe to toe with him a stardom yeah. level yeah yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure and yeah no i think he has this i think the best um i think like the 
best I've seen him in a performance is this series called Too Old to Die Young, who's mm. which is by the guy who directed Drive, um, Nicholas Winding Refn. And he's like, he's a corrupt cop in it. Ooh. And he is phenomenal in it. He's just so, I'm like, he doesn't, my list. he doesn't speak that much. Um, did you watch Drive last week with the group? No, no, no. Okay. Not there. Um, he doesn't speak that much. He does have lines, but he's just like this sort of, this embodiment of like the, the corrupt fallenness of like what an American hero is supposed to be. And mm-hmm. he is fantastic. Okay. It's okay. really long, um, but yeah, no, I, I I love him. I've always I've always kind of admired him since I think the first thing I saw him in was the Spectacular Now, and or no, I think it was Whiplash, and then the Spectacular Now. He's mm. incredible in Whiplash. Okay, so yeah, yeah, there's there. I I am still behind on like seeing everything that he's been in, but like it is definitely on like making it a goal to watch as much Miles Teller content as I can. Yep. He's just good, dude. He's, yeah, he's he's really solid. He's really solid. Yeah. I need to go back and watch the his breakout role which when he was like kind of he was a legit kid um in Rabbit Hole where he's like he's Nicole Kidman's son and Aaron Eckhart uh-huh. is in it as well. Um and apparently apparently he's just that's when everyone was like who is this kid? Like he's going yeah. to be yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I need to check that out too. Yeah, I'm looking at his uh that is uh, IMDb list. Uh, Whiplash is one that I've seen scenes of, but I haven't gotten around to watching it yet. You need to watch um, that. That's your drummer. I know, you and need like to that's watch that like tonight. I <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Morgan to watch that with me because I I like that one a lot. And it it is a shame that they put him in this the horrible Fantastic Four movie. Yep. Um, I'm not gonna watch that one because I just I know it's not good. Um, but it is a shame that they did that to him um there's another one it's kind of like a i wouldn't call it a romantic comedy necessarily but um it's called that awkward moment oh yeah um it was him zach efron and michael basketball jordan um which is such a great i've gotten in such the habit of calling him that <laughs> i don't even think i even think about it <laughs> um but it's them three are like the main characters and kind of follows their like they I, it's been a while since i've seen it but i think they make a pact to like not get in a relationship that none of them are going to get in a, in a serious relationship and they all end up kind of doing it at the same time it kind of just follows it's kind of like there's not necessarily like a central conflict it's kind of just like a slice of life type of movie almost hmm. um very 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 good though um it's miles some of his best work and some of some of michael basketball jordan's best work too because he like <laughs> the first thing i saw him in sorry I you keep saying it was such a strange <laughs> it's such it's such a habit <laughs> um the first thing i saw him in was um uh, chronicle uh which is one of my favorite movies of all time um it's super underrated uh and i think that was kind of one of his i don't know if it was his first breakout role but it was kind of when he was first getting started and then of course, he really shot into stardom with uh, um, uh, Black Panther. Um, anyway, all that to say is that awkward moment is a very that thing is a very underrated movie. I don't think a lot of people saw that one, although I could be completely wrong. That could be confirmation bias. I don't um, think it was super popular. Okay, there is an actress in it whose name is Imogen Poots, P O O T S. And disrespect Imogen Poots. That's that's an objectively funny last name, and I don't care what Isaac says to me right now. I'm sure she's a great actress. <laughs> she's a legend. 
uh yeah she's been in some good stuff actually um but that is an objectively funny last name and i won't have anybody tell me otherwise anyway that was a huge rabbit hole speaking of rabbit hole huge rabbit hole i went down with uh miles teller and people he's been in movies with so all that to say big miles teller fan i will be watching more of him mm-hmm. yeah so does that mean you're gonna watch the divergent series as well or yeah it's gonna be a hard no <laughs> on that one no. i i read the first divergent book when it was like a big thing and hated the ending of it so much that I swore off. I, ne- I, I didn't finish the series. I didn't see the movies. No. Oh, if the end of the first one made you mad, the end of the, tr- like the, the lot, cause it was a trilogy. So the end yeah, of the yeah, third yeah. one would have just it probably would have just, yeah, in, it would have been. Yeah. You would have like furious. blown a gas. Cause I, I was so mad. I almost threw the book across the room. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I did not finish it then. Cause that it was, Get I was in, just like, so bored. I I put it on and I was like a I think I was a junior movie? senior in high school, the, the first movie, and I was okay. like, This is just bad. And I just it like was... I could I don't have to watch this. And well, I turned it the off. Movie and I came haven't out, done that very the movie much. came out on the tail end of like the Hunger Games and Well, yeah, just the whole like this teen dystopian yeah. kind of thing. So like, I think people were already kind of over it by the time right. the movies came out. And so it just kind of nobody cared. It, it was, was just, it was overplayed. It was so bad and no one cared. It's like so, so hard, so hard <laughs> that, that they didn't even finish the last film. They were like, oh, let's really? Turn, yeah. They were like, let's just turn it into a TV show. And Shailene Woodley, who had like was just trying to get out of TV after being on The Secret Life of the American Teenager. She was like, I'm not doing another TV series. Like, I'm just Wait, not they doing never it. finished the third one? I don't think so. Wait, What's the last this one? is Allegiant news to me. Insurgent? Uh, Allegiant is the, the last one. Oh, maybe they did. Oh, they did do it then. They did do the series. Was I the Shailene... Zoe Kravitz was in these. That's crazy. That is crazy. Octavia oh, Spencer is in it. Um, let's get, let's get away from Allegiant and talk about a better, (laughs) a better movie, Top Gun Maverick. Spectacular now. Oh, wait, I want to shout out like the (laughs) Morbius, several more (laughs) cast members, uh, Bashir Salahuddin, who plays Hondo Mm -hmm. and, um, Peter Mark Kendall, the engineer who yells, uh, put that in your Pentagon budget when the dark, the dark star breaks, uh, Mach 10. Mm -hmm. Both those guys are like convincingly perform as as like teammates for maverick who are like yeah. in his corner and mm-hmm. who legitimately like him and they're like yeah this dude is like this is a good he's a good dude he's a leader and and it's so, it's like little moments like that at the beginning and then hondo does they have some good moments later he has mm-hmm. some good moments later on oh in the yeah movie, and throughout the movie to mm-hmm. um yeah, did y'all what do you, did y'all have any thoughts about either of those? I, I love the scene. I love Peter. Mark I fully Kendall agree. Yelling, yelling yeah, that put that in your Pentagon budget. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm fully with you on that. I thought he was great. Um, yeah, I didn't mean to accidentally kind of sideline us talking about um like the non kind of like the supporting cast, I guess, outside of like the pilots. But um, yeah, no, he was great. Um, definitely like would not have been as good of a movie without him. Yep. The the moment that he and Maverick have as they're about to go on to the like before they go to the mission, that was a real sweet tender moment too. That yeah. was another when, one yeah. that I was like, because you know oh again God. you know he's you know everything's gonna be okay, but you believe in that moment that they don't know for sure that yeah they're coming back yeah right. it's really good it's yeah. a really sweet moment and Warlock actually like no it's Hondo Hondo like starts crying. Whenever mm-hmm. they think that he's dead, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he like 
Because they're There's friends. There's like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're buddies. They're buds. They're yeah. buds. Yeah. Um, yeah, just this whole, this whole movie is just bromances, man. It's and just it's, and it's straight awesome. bromances. Yeah, straight bromances. Um, <laughs> us, say, us saying straight bromances made me think of that vine. Oh, that vine where those two guys are sitting, two guys sitting in a hot tub five, <laughs> feet, five apart feet apart because they're, they're not gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is, it, is it, uh, it so beautiful or so ironic or so beautifully ironic that our that our episode over Top Gun Maverick, one of the most homoerotic movies of all time, <laughs> is also our most homoerotic episode. <laughs> Me talking about how much I love my stuff. It's like, oh, we're going there. All right. I and I'll do it again. Watch me. I'll, I'll, do, I'll, it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> and I do, do it again. again. <laughs> oh Listen, man. Dude, I don't well, really know. I'm trying to think of like other things I think we covered uh, uh, Glenn Powell Glenn Powell's good it's kind of like oh he's nice at the end it's, that's good yeah. of him but um, yeah, if, it if, was he was a no, big go ahead, go ahead. go ahead Olivia I was just gonna say if you listen to our last episode you heard us talk about and gush about Glenn Powell because he's in Everybody Wants Some as as one of the baseball players and he's mm-hmm. just he's so good think, in that he's so good what in kind this. of um, if he plays his cards right who do you think he could become like the equivalent of right now. Uh, I don't, I don't have any idea. I'm really bad about doing <sighs> stuff like that. Could be uh, maybe like a Channing Tatum type. I feel yeah, like he... an interesting cross of like Channing Tatum. Also, I, this is more. This is a everybody wants some uh, thought that I had, and I don't think I said it. How much better would that movie like already? Like that's a four four and a half star movie for me. Can you imagine how perfect that movie would be if Glenn Powell was the main character? And everybody and wants some? And ev- yeah, and everything was revolving around him. Oh, yeah. Oh, it would be so good. Anyway. I feel like, I don't feel like the Chain Tatum thing is too far off. I feel mm-hmm. like he's maybe a better actor. I think he's a better actor. I think he mm-hmm. is, he is, here's the thing. He is so cool. Yeah, like, I think like he's, there, he's a better so actor and more charming. Are, yeah, there's so many yeah. actors who are like, they're great, they're charming, they're sweet, they're, actually, they're like a fantastic actor. But yeah, like Channing Tatum is like kind of, he's not afraid to be goofy. Right. And, and that's to his credit. But mm-hmm. like, I just don't, I can't think of anyone who is as cool as Glenn Powell. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. He's great. He is great. He's so yeah, he's hot for sure. Yeah. Okay, is he is he on your list, Isaac? I want you to be honest. I don't I don't have that sort of list. You don't. Uh, okay. All there, right. You can't name any hey, like if you males. Want me to, if you want me to make a list of like the most attractive men, it's like the the that's like the closest equivalent. Yeah, I think it's it's a combination yeah. of attractiveness and then like how Their much work. you like them as an actor too. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I'd have to think about that. Let's do on a future episode. Let's do that. Let's talk about just like. <laughs> did you know that Glenn? List. Did you know that Glenn Powell was in Spy Kids 3D? Game over. No. Who did he play? Who I'm did trying he, to yeah. find. He was long fingered boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great moment on our podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, he was. I was a big Spy Kids fan. He's in okay. Have y'all seen Stuck in Love? 
Yes. I like yes. that movie a lot. I um, do too. Hey, Jennifer Conley's in that. She is. He's in, he's in Stuck in Love. He's good looking frat guy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Great casting. <laughs> he's Dude, also in The Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. as traitor number one. Yep. Nice. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, fax you my, my list, Walter. I'll send it to you. Facts. Olivia, what please, please, please do. Please do. I'll send a character pigeon. No, gosh, dude. Now, um, now you, you know you got me on this on a an article on MTV News that's <laughs> top top celebrities you forgot were in the Spy Kids movies. <laughs> George awesome. Lopez. Um, George Lopez is one. Sil- Sylvester Stallone, Elijah Wood, Selena Gomez. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm speed rounding this. Uh, Emily Osment, Matt O'Leary, Steve Buscemi, Robert Patrick, Terry Hatcher. Yeah. Wow, what a yeah, man. What a list. What a list. Robert Rodriguez really knows how to cast. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. there are two. There are two things I want to hit on. One is some of the camera stuff. It's like more nerdy, but obviously, Walter, you can kind of gush about it a little bit. And then the last thing I want to talk about is just Tom Cruise in general. And then yeah. we'll wrap it up. The, okay. So when Kaczynski was getting ready to film this and they were trying to figure out and working with the Navy, how they were going to fit the cameras in the, um, in the planes, mm-hmm. they were him and his DP. Um, and I'm going to find it real quick. Right, no, I got you. Keep talking. I'll look for it. He, his na- first name is Claudio. They were working with Sony on a new sort of camera and that they ended up using where you can kind of separate the sensor and the lens. And they set six of them up in the cabin of the plane. Four were facing the actor. Um, one was like a close-up. One was like a wide angle. Two were over the shoulder going out over out both wings. And then two were over the pilot in the front seat. And they were all connected to a switch. So when you hit the switch, all of them would turn on at the time. And the way that Kaczynski did it was like the they would have the they would have the actor sit behind the um, pilot, and the pilot and the actor were wearing the same clothes, so that when they shot from behind, looking ahead, it looked like the actor was flying the plane, mm. but there was no feed. So when they were shooting, they would run through the script and all that stuff. They would. Um, they would f- take off, they would do the scene, they would be recording, and Kaczynski had no feed to be able to like direct while they were flying. So the way they, they literally had like, I think 600 hours of footage to work with, uh-huh. because then they would land, they would pull the micro SD cards, and then they'd like go through the footage and have then to yeah, rehearse. Yeah. And it's just the, ins- the most insane thing. Like no movie's been shot like that before. Right. So anyway, um, I just had to nerd out about that because no, it really it's is incredible. I, I thought the same thing. Like I mentioned, just like stuff like, I love stuff like knowing that, that they only got one take of Tom Cruise fl- taking off in the first se- like sequence because that blew over the set. Like, it's like you like okay if they'd used CGI that would have never been a problem you know what I mean but like they created these problems for themselves because they were so like like this has to be as practical as we can get it because yeah. and, and and it paid off in dividends like mm-hmm. it's one of the best looking movies maybe because I've been just watching like a lot of movies that have a lot of CGI I mean like mm-hmm. a lot of the Marvel movies uh, you know watching Stranger Things lately like hey, there's a lot of CGI because there has to be but then like seeing a movie like this where it's like man they just went so practical for so many things yep dude 
so the, good. But the, and, the sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say the, the DP for uh, this movie's name is Claudio Miranda, um, and he also DP'd um, Life of Pi, uh, Benjamin Button, mm-hmm. Oblivion, and Tron Legacy. So he's worked he's worked with uh, Krasinski a lot. Um, well, to that point, or Kosinski, sorry. My my favorite film critic, uh, his name is David Sims, which is hilarious because that's my dad's name. Um, <laughs> he he's talking about like why this movie's so great. And to that point, it's like this is, and this kind of rolls into the, our our closing conversation about Tom Cruise and how influential he is, and kind of literally, literally how important he is to the movie industry right now. Um, David Sims writes. As a sequel, the film is not narratively groundbreaking, focusing on the protagonist's struggle to let go of the past in our less sentimental present. But as a standalone blockbuster that's just trying to suck viewers' eyeballs out of their sockets with hellacious flight photography and thunderous sound, Maverick is just what every cineplex in the country has been crying out for. Yeah. And it's like, that is a great, that is a great summary of, of this movie. It's like, it is sensory to the max big you time s- you see a yeah. mo- you experience a movie through sight and sound and this movie just rewards both of those senses to a hundred thousand yeah. percent <laughs> yeah yeah and it it just it's it's fun it's just fun and we i feel like we hasn't been just like a good like just fun movie yeah. in a while at yeah. least not like a big blockbuster one like this and that wasn't um, marvel yeah yeah yeah, to that point didn't come with strings attached right right like yeah 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 Yeah, if you go in you can't go in any marvel movie without some kind of expectations or without some kind of like okay well like they better do this or you know or i have to watch 20 other movies to know what's going to happen you know so i can be caught up for this one yeah dude top gun maverick is like like i didn't watch the first top gun and you don't have to to watch and enjoy the new one um it just it just lets you just have a fun ride you know and planes Ad- are badass. Admiral Kane, who plays, um, who's played by Ed Harris, uh, in a great role, and he and he mm-hmm. doesn't show up later in the movie. I kind of wish he. No, did. I was yeah. I was sad about that. Yeah. That craggly old face. I would, lo- would love to <laughs> yeah. see it. See him again. Uh, he kind of has that line of like, "Hey, you're the last of a dying breed. There's a, th- the future is here, and you're not in it." And he's like, "Maybe, maybe someday, but not today." And it's kind of like. Cruz is saying like everybody's telling me to put this on streaming everybody's telling me that the theatrical experience is dead but I don't believe them um y'all know about like y'all know about that how he uh, obviously he's incredibly powerful Th- this movie got made because when he was with Joseph Kaczynski doing um Oblivion they were talking about it and he was like I think I want to do it and then Jerry Bruckheimer was like Hey, let's go talk to Tom several years later when they were filming in Paris. And Tom Cruise picked up the phone after hearing Joseph Kaczynski's pitch for this movie, which is basically like how this movie plays out. He picked mm-hmm. up the phone and called them and he was like, We're doing Top Gun too. And it's like that's yeah. like that's how much power he has. And in a way, after seeing this movie, I'm like, I'm so glad that someone like him exists for the sake of movies like Top Gun and like Mission Impossible, and that they exist to counter marvel and like the 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 traditional kind of shareholders expectations of pop entertainment like because mm-hmm. because because at the same at at the end of the day top gun is like marvel and that is pop entertainment but it's like there is good pop entertainment and there's 
pop entertainment that um won't age the same i'm not yeah. saying like won't be remembered right fondly but it won't age the same and it's like it's just like it's kind of legitimate and you kind of watch the you watch the mission impossible trailer before this and you're like holy cow we get like something like this later this year yeah like it's it's crazy it's crazy yeah what were you gonna say olivia i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) okay it wasn't worth it i guess oh so i'm sorry to hear that it's okay Mm, okay did did you guys see this at an amc theater uh, I no, we saw it at a Cinemark. Yeah. Oh. So I saw it in AMC theater thinking we were going to get the Nicole Kidman movies. That would have been funny. And we didn't. I was so mad. Cause Why not? It just, I don't know. Probably because Tom Cruise was like, don't you dare. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> You're not a part of this. Yeah. We got divorced and you no longer can be associated with me. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. I, I um, I assume they they played this before every showing um, of of this movie, but uh, just Tom Cruise as Tom Cruise just coming on the screen, talking head to the did, audience. Did they do that at your showing, Olivia? N- no, I thought this was a joke you were doing. No, Wait, no, this he... really happened. I think it. I think it's only a Cinemark thing. Okay, yeah. So Olivia, right before our movie, <sighs> oh, sorry, like the you good. Okay, um, uh, like you know, the trailer's finished. The lights went, lights went dark, and it was just Tom Cruise like talking to the camera, like sitting in, I guess, a theater. Um, and he's basically just saying like, this movie like has been in in you know, thirty years coming. Uh, we're super excited for you to watch it. Hope you enjoy it. And I was like, that's it. Just felt like such an old school thing to like. Mm-hmm. Have in a, in like, a great way. In yeah. a great way to have the star of the movie be like, "Thanks for watching, man." And I'm like, "And I'm not Sean did that before old. I don't know if you saw old with us. No, I didn't he, see. Yeah, old. he did that yeah. before that movie. But I, Tom Cruise did that, and then I almost out loud went, "Well, you're welcome, Tom Cruise. I will, I will enjoy this <laughs> Thanks, movie. Man. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it." There, it, so. and also I, I put the uh, quote he had in here about almost playing Iron Man, just because it, you know. He's a producer on this movie. He had a huge mm-hmm. hand in like selecting the um helping with the casting of the um young pilots and he on Iron Man he said they came to me at a certain point and when I do something I want to do it right. If I commit to something it has to be done in a way that I know it's going to be something special and as it was lining up it just didn't feel to me like it was going to work. I need to be able to make decisions and make the film as great as it, as it can be, and it just didn't go down that road that way, which is fascinating to read now mm-hmm. and to kind of reflect on this movie because Top Gun is about him getting old and, mm-hmm. and like really re- like is kind of grappling with the fact that he's getting old and that he mm-hmm. is going to have to pass the torch at some point. Yeah. Um, and to just realize that he is still pushing the limits of filmmaking and really incredible ways with mission impossible with this movie um and and really like like he you know that franchise especially the mission impossible franchise is what is so special because of because of him and because he genuinely does love the the collaborative experience of like working with directors who Mm -hmm. um who want to do something 
great. Um, yeah. And that, that isn't cor- like corporately driven like Marvel and like Star Wars as much as we love those properties. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's, this is, I, I, it's, it's pretty important. I just wanted to, to camp on it for a second before we wrapped up. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate you saying that. I think it is interesting. And I, there were, I'll admit, I was one of the, the basic dorks who was excited about the rumors about him playing an Iron Man variant. Um, no, I would have loved it if he had shown yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor yeah. Strange. But, sure. Um, but, you know, no, I, I get what he's saying, and it makes sense. And, yeah, I, I would rather him not do it if he feels like it wasn't going to be, like, good and organic, you know? Yeah. Kind of like how John Krasinski's uh, Mr. Fantastic felt. It didn't feel very organic. It felt like he was just... I hate that you're right. Like, it just felt like he was just yeah. showing up as himself and was just reading lines. Like, it was, like, an SNL sketch. It felt like it felt like um, Jim from The Office making fun of Dwight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I haven't really like talked about that with a whole lot of people because everyone is like so like yes, we finally got him, and it's like did we? Pretty underwhelming. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and so, and that's what's funny because yeah. we were talking about Obi Wan earlier. Um, Obi Wan feels like they are recapturing some of that magic. Mm-hmm. of star wars with man like the all, the mandalorian also did mm-hmm. that i watched and i was like man this is like this is giving this is giving me nostalgia in a way that um i really appreciate and that mm-hmm. you know it's just it, it's such it's so refreshing compared to the you know the last couple mcu series we've gotten on disney plus right. um, yeah yeah so anyway just just to yeah that point yeah, I'm excited to talk about uh, Obi Wan uh, when when it finishes because again, having not seen the first episodes yet, I feel like same like Ewan McGregor who just has you could tell he had such a love for his role mm-hmm. in those movies yeah. that like yeah, there's no way he it was he was gonna be bad as Obi Wan again, you know like yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I've even seen where Hayden Christensen is like so glad that people are like excited he's back. Because mm-hmm. he got so much crap and so much hate. He got hate. a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, you little man child, get over <laughs> your expectations for all that. But whatever. Yeah. Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans. The fanboys are the worst. Did you see? Never mind. I'm just going to start talking about something else, but I feel like we need to save wrap it up for this the episode. Kenobi pod. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, say, yeah. I'll save it for the Kenobi pod because that will be something that will come up for that too. So, yeah. Can you imagine real quick Marvel Marvel tidbit? Because I I love fan casting. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Can you imagine Glenn Powell as the Human Torch? Oh my my god! Let's do it. Come on, Marvel. (laughs) Or don't do it. And Glenn Powell do some more. Do twelve more Top Gun movies, and we'll go see every single one of them. (laughs) Honestly, if they made, if they continued making Top Gun movies with these characters, Rooster next, and then Hangman, and then Phoenix, and then Bob. I would want, and then Bob. (laughs) And Bob would be the the best one. Oh, yeah. yeah, it would. Yeah, I would. I would go and watch all of them. Absolutely, yeah. every single Same. one of them. I'd yeah. be there. I so. said I leaned over to Walter and I was like, "Hey, we have to save for the post credit scene when the portals open." <laughs> 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 no way. Morbius shows I said up. That. Did you say I said, that? Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, no, yeah Whoa, you stole my you joke. Stole I, I leaned over joke? to Isaac and I was like, "We gotta stay for the post credit scene." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. 
<laughs> um, yeah, no. I, I, it was I, last last note. It was pretty crazy when Morbius showed up in in, <laughs> in the fighter pilot in the fighter plane. I just want you guys to know, I made that joke. I said, "Did you really?" Yeah, when Isaac said Wait, something about the, the portals. The no, I when you said something about the portals, I was like, and then Morbius shows up. Oh my gosh, dude! We all we're, this whole podcast is just us stealing each other's jokes. I was, I was, I was laughing. Sorry, Olivia. I, it's fine. I, I need. Yeah, to I think I missed that. it too. But That's I, my bad. I also, like, um, I was laughing at the imagery of Michael, <laughs> Doctor Michael Morbius, flying a jet plane. <laughs> His call sign is just Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> His call sign is <laughs> Does he roar like that? Does he roar a lot? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I'm blocking it out of my memory. <laughs> Olivia, Olivia has repressed that memory. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. I really actually want to do an episode on Morbius now. It's Morbin time. <laughs> it's Morbin time. Oh man! Uh, All right, all right. Let's let's, we let's land this plane. Let's ground this plane. Let's, Dang let's it, Olivia! I was about to. Oh, speaking of stealing jokes, gosh, this whole last ten minutes is just Boy stealing guard, each other's you're jokes. You're out of line, <laughs> Boy Scout. You're stop, out of line. Stop being a Boy Scout. <laughs> Y'all didn't give me a call sign, so you just have to call me Pod Boss. <laughs> I I'm just gonna call you Isaac. Ike. Ike. Oh, oh man! Oh my gosh! Uh, any final thoughts on Top Gun Maverick? It's awesome. Uh, pretty badass. Go check yeah. it out. I would. I. I. As somebody who's like, this is not. I don't. I don't watch a whole lot of movies in the first place, let alone like movies like this. But this one was definitely worth it. Like, yep. just very cool. It's what movies, I think, were maybe originally intended to be. Of mm-hmm. course, everything evolves. But if you want like a, just a good old classic, having fun type of movie. Go see Morbius. So, <laughs> all right, that's it. That's the last one. That's the last one. Hey, I'm done. We, will, we will give a. I'm. I'm just saying it right now. We will give a fifty dollars Visa gift card to the the uh <laughs> listener who goes through this episode again and tells us how many Morbius jokes we <laughs> cracked. All right, I'll, I'll chip in for that. If somebody does that, Let's and do you it. message us on Instagram, if you made it this far in this, if you made it this far in this mess of an episode. <laughs> And you're still listening. And you go back. Listen and then you from go the beginning. Back. Yes. Because there's one in minute two. Yes. Minute one, which, whichever it is. Uh, yeah, so. we, we came in hot. With we came in hot. Morbius. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. If, yeah. The Over, first person to do that, and you message us on Instagram. Yeah. And you provide us proof, and you're like, and you give us, you count, and then you tell us what each joke, which is a quick summary of what each joke was. It's a lot of work, but if you want the $50 gift card, I mean, it's $50. Again, I'll, I'll, I, I will gladly chip in I'll for it. I'll chip in for it, too. Let's yeah. do it. Okay, over, under 15 times. I'm going under. I think under. You think under? No. Yeah. Olivia, you think over? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> okay. I don't know. <laughs> there were okay. a lot. Who knows? But this is a real... Hold on. Let me, I know we joked a lot in this episode. That's real. That is real. That that is a real. If you you have to message yeah. us on Instagram, Isaac, are our our DMs open? Yes. Yes. On Instagram, okay. Follow. What's our Instagram, by the way? Let's plug it real quick so people know. Flyover Film Co. Yes. Follow us. You, okay. You have to be following us, also. By the way, you yes. can't just be like, you can't be a, a lurch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our Instagram handle is Flyover Film Country. Our Twitter handle is Flyover Film Co. 
There you gotcha. Go. Okay. On Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, get us on Instagram though. I think we post more on that one. We do post more on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Get us on that, and we will. You know, should we give them a time limit too? Should we say a week from those from those episode goes up? Yep. One yeah. week. Share you have with a week. as many people as you yeah. can too. So. Dang. Cool. I like it. It's gonna be fun. Um. Thank you both for this incredible episode. This is definitely the best episode we've ever recorded. <laughs> we, this is fun. We were really time. missing the Walter energy. Oh, yeah. man. It's, I, it's you so really good brought to be it back. today. It's yeah, so good did, to be Walter. back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, oh, one last thing before we, before we get off, before we wrap up um, this. This is, a, this is a longer episode. So, again, thank you for sticking with us. But one last thing. The most recent episode we put out um, was we, we referenced it earlier. Was, it was just Olivia and Isaac talking about everybody wants some. Um, Eric was great on episode. episode. And Eric, it was it was um, Eric's posthumous yep. swan song episode. Yep. Um, he did not. None of us knew that that was going to be his last episode when <laughs> y'all recorded that one. Um, but uh, yeah, so if you I the episode first came out this or this today is tuesday if today is tuesday may 31st if you listen to the episode when it first released uh this past saturday between saturday noon to about sunday morning at about 6 30 a.m you did not get to listen to the whole episode you got to listen to isaac's raw audio (laughs) (laughs) and nothing else and and do you know why this is i forgot you didn't know this olivia i was wondering if you were ever going to come back to it no why it is because i am the (laughs) all-time top tier premier podcast producer in the world and when i went to uh, i edited the entire episode with the intro music the outro everything Mm mm-hmm and when I went to upload the audio file uh, to an, on our online distributor, um, I simply just selected <laughs> Isaac's raw audio that he had sent me. <laughs> and so I'm like, just like in seventh grade math, I did not go back and check my work. <laughs> and Isaac, I wake up, <laughs> I wake up Sunday morning at like six fifteen to text from Isaac from like midnight. With screenshots of text from his brother saying, like, what, what did he say, Isaac? He was like, let me find it real quick. He goes, <laughs> he goes, LOL, I haven't laughed so hard than this at the start of the episode. Wait, as I'm listening through, I think it's literally only your voice. <laughs> Something is off with the audio, but I'm having the best time. <laughs> because, this- wait, because. It didn't start. Okay, it's so like if you listen to that episode, it's Isaac and I. I edited in um, my Sharona, so it's Isaac singing along to my Sharona. But <laughs> Isaac's raw audio starts with him being like just talking to you, to you, Olivia and uh-huh. Eric. Okay, we're like, recording. Okay, we're recording. Everybody got the agenda pulled up, blah, blah, blah. and then he's like, okay, and like kind of like, all right, we're starting now. And it's like a brief silence. Then he goes. Awful acapella, my Sharona, because he, I was supposed <laughs> to edit in the actual Sharona. song. <laughs> so if you, if you're one of our lucky, fr- if you, if you're one of our early <laughs> listeners who always listens as soon as an episode gets, episode gets dropped, first of all, thank you so much for supporting us. Yes, but <laughs> if that was you, 
<laughs> you definitely got not also the please let episode. us know if you like if you get a notification from spotify or apple and you're like yes new one dropped it like play. please let us know Mike yeah. also, Mike be also amazing. said uh, i'm trying to piece together what's being said in between your monologues and mm, and interesting and look i like all the people who are in the cw shows i just don't like those shows and glee is one instance where i'm glad i was sheltered <laughs> there's no context for any of that because you can't hear olivia or exactly. eric everybody wants some is a great episode too but this takes the cake um so pod i boss, pod bosses yeah so I woke up to those those texts from pod, from Podboss at <laughs> at six fifteen a.m. on Sunday, and I went, I texted him back an expletive, and I shot out of bed. <laughs> Immediately went into my office to like go and fix it, and then I come back into our bedroom, and my wife is like still like she's like halfway. She goes, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I was like I had to I had to fix a great emergency." <laughs> Oh man! Duty called. Duty called. <laughs> so yeah. That, Again, if you're an early listener, we really appreciate the support and too. also apologize for the incorrect. It is fixed now. I had to delete yes. that episode and re-upload. It is the correct one now, and it is um, Eric Swan song, which also, funnily enough, is the only episode that he recorded into his MacBook or his comp- his laptop microphone instead of his actual microphone. So it works audio- super well though. For some yeah, reason. So yeah, it was it's fine, but it just doesn't sound as good as, as it usually yeah. did. Um but and we miss you, Eric a lot. And thank you, Walter, for doing all that work. Oh yeah. Too. No, Appreciate man. It. I, that's no problem. But we miss we miss Eric a lot. Um hope he's doing well. Can't believe he's dead. <laughs> no, just kidding. I gotta stop, I gotta oh stop doing that. He's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. Eric, love you, Missy Man. I've been watching too much Morbius. <laughs> so many dead vampires. When will it stop? I got. We gotta. We gotta land this plane. Dude, we gotta, it's we like, are, it's, we it's past Mac, ten p.m. Mac mock mock eleven, and we have disintegr. We're disintegrating it's into so, the atmosphere. It's so bad, dude. Thank okay. you for listening. If oh my you gosh. have enjoyed this podcast, please. Rate us on whatever service you use. Um, Spotify and Apple <laughs> podcast ratings help us out so much. Um, our incredible theme music is by the incredible Corden Jocks. Our incredible artwork is by the incredible Macy Lummis. Mm-hmm. We will be covering the entirety of the um, the chilling series Under the Banner of Heaven starring Andrew Garfield. It's currently streaming on Hulu. Um, and it has direct ties to Flyover Country, which we haven't really done in a while. Well, I guess we did with Everybody Wants Some. But um, and then we're also going to do an episode on Obi Wan pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's the yeah. pod. Um, and I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that joke, Walter? Good airplane joke. Yeah, I love that movie. But also, I just want to tell Very you both good. good luck. We're all counting on you. <laughs> <laughs> and. Scene. It's what? Morbin time. Oh, okay. Nobody else did it with me. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Okay, here we go. And and it, it's, it's Morbin, Morbin time. time. Gosh, what an amazing podcast. Tom Cruise we will do. love that joke when he listens to our episode. Crush it. Thank you, Tom. 
Thanks, Tom. And thank you for listening. We'll, we'll catch you on the flippy flip.